And like what people don't talk about is so much imposter syndrome comes up when you hit any new income level. For me, it was a massive jump because the previous month I'd made like, uh, in March, I made like 1000 pound. In April, I made like 300 pound most of the month. And I was thinking like, shall I give up? Like I got to the point where I was like, shall I give up? Shall I look for jobs? Like I was thinking that. I just want to welcome my first ever guest onto the podcast. Nina, please will you introduce yourself to everybody? Hi, I am Nina from Soul Social. I'm a mindset and strategy mentor, and I specialize in helping um, purpose-driven female entrepreneurs help uh, take their business uh, full-time. That's my specialty. Yes, we love that. And me and Nina have known each other for a while now. Um, and our journey really kind of started, I suppose, when we were both started in the online space but neither of us were coaches or mentors at that time which is so crazy could you tell us a little bit about how this all started for you like where it began and how things have changed over the last is it 18 months yeah oh my gosh I feel like I go on forever about this <laughs> whenever anyone asks about my story I'm like oh god okay well let me I know um yeah so I've been doing soul social for um 18 months around I started it in January 2021 officially on the Instagram page I started monetizing it in March um before then a little bit about kind of like why I got into it um so where to start so I, I'm going to start when I was in uni in London and I was struggling with depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what got me so into mindset, personal development. Um, my mom gave me this book, The Secret, which I never shut up about. Yeah, I <laughs> um, love that book. And yeah, it's amazing. And that was probably, there's two books that have transformed my life. That was the first one. Um, and it kind of gave me the simple thought in my head that my life is in my control. And then since then, that has been like, it planted a, such a simple shift, but it planted the seed that was very powerful. So I think mm. whenever you struggle with mental health, you know, whether it's depression or anxiety or whatever else you could be struggling with, um, there's this overwhelming feeling like you're not in control. Like it's like the depression has control of you. Um, so at that time was exactly what I needed to hear um, and believe. And I kind of made that shift and I recovered from the depression. Um, but that was basically what kickstarted my whole interest in mindset and in personal development and spirituality as well. And um, I recovered, I was going to go into journalism and I didn't like it, I didn't want to do it. Um, and then I pivoted instead into marketing. So I studied uh, history, then I did a master in journalism and then instead I went to work in uh, marketing. And I got what was meant to be my dream job, a very big fashion company. So I'd always wanted to work in fashion mm-hmm. um, and it was a very big uh, fashion company. Uh, I'm always a bit hesitant whether to reveal the name. So I'm like, will they sue me? <laughs> but people close to me know, know the name. Um, know which one it is and I was working in marketing for them in email marketing for a year and again it was meant to be my dream job but it was just very very corporate fashion is only very creative it was all these horrible like corporate vibes like everyone hated being there there was kind of this joke that no one wanted to go into email marketing they just fell into it like everyone on my team didn't want to be there um and I was just like wow this is just not for me and I was actually meant to be on a six-month contract and they kept extending it so I extended it twice and then they offered me a permanent contract um and a pay rise this was just when the pandemic was starting or just a couple of months into it um and I actually turned it down um and my parents thought that was such a stupid decision (laughs) I turned it down because I was just like I can't do it and I just can't be here 
even though it was a great job with like very flexible uh, working, like flex big benefits, like great pay, mm-hmm. like every, all of those things I had a work phone, work laptop, like all those things people think is like what makes a good job. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't do it to myself. So I ended up um, leaving. This is May 2020. So March, I had come back. So I was in London for five years. I came back up north in March to be with my mum in Warrington, which is where she lives. Um, so I was still working from home for a bit and then I quit in May. And, then, and that was the time I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the second book that changed my life. And I, it's basically the book that made me want to start a business. So I started my first business, which was in network marketing. Right. Didn't really go well. I learned a lot. Um, barely made my investment back was definitely like a failed business um but I did learn a lot from it and I still wanted to do my own business like after that so a few months later I started planning for soul social because this is around September 2020 I gave that up and I started behind the scenes working on my website everything for soul social business plans all of that and then I launched in January 2021 and then I started in social media so I know you started in social media as well um doing um social media coaching so that was kind of my first um niche but yeah that's a little bit about like my story and I guess why I got into it wow I feel like I've been talking for ages so I'm like you jump in (laughs) I know a lot to unpack I love I love listening to people's story because I feel like for everybody that I've spoken to about how they've come across coaching there's this like moment And this moment is almost like a yes or no. And it's like, are you going to do this? Like, are you going to lean into something that you don't know a lot about and just trust this moment? Like, and I feel like for everyone I've spoken to, it's felt like it's a feeling. It's like a knowing. It's like, there's something here. I don't know what it is yet, but there is something here. And I resonate so much with that story because I feel like, you know, we, we are all, we all told to go into this, this one route this one way of doing everything and Mm -hmm. how well you do in that route determines how worthy you are as a person and the higher you go on that route the higher you your worthiness is and I I was saying I I never actually ended up going to uni um I got offers but I never ended up taking them I took a gap year and then that turned into a gap four year and then ended up in in corporate um but in the public sector and again like you have this like perfect idea of what your dream job is um and then in your early 20s you you start realizing that there's so much more to life and Mm -hmm. I think I had the same realization I was like this is not what I want to do forever um but I actually started in social media management and then discovered coaching later on so but I've told Nina this before but I remember when we ended up on a mini mind together and um I remember she was talking about kind of different areas of business that were like difficult. And and I was thinking, I genuinely like I've looked up to Nina for years, like from the beginning of my business, I always would go onto Nina's account. So funny now, I would always go onto Nina's account and be like, oh my God, it's so unfair. Like, I want to be like her. Like, I want to like, I feel like she has her shit together. Like she has everything. And I felt so overwhelmed by like your success and and then to be able to meet you in a completely different environment and be like equals on this journey together I think is such a special thing and it's such a symbol of both of our growth and how we're now here 18 months later like both still here when so many people have quit along the way like so many people who we were 
kind of friends with or like worked with in the past over the years or talked to so many of those accounts don't exist anymore and like we're still here like pursuing the dream committed to the cause (laughs) like how do you feel about that now like how do you feel about how things have changed for you um in terms of how things have changed so I kind of started in coaching so I was actually coaching from the beginning but it was kind of my niche that was different um Mm. so I had been an influencer Mrs. part of my story I had been an influencer for like four years in the fashion Mm. space um had learned how to make a money um make a money make an income from that um how to earn like a, a good income from that from pitching to brands from working with brands doing ads uh things like that um so this is what I knew so I thought that's what I would teach to people I thought you know that's what I'm going to say that's going to be my mission I'm going to teach influencers how to do what I've done basically um so soul social was very much in the beginning focused towards how to become an influencer make money on Instagram um so there's a lot of like Instagram growth a lot of talk about the algorithm a lot of talk about hashtags um it's so funny um I had this that you mentioned about growth I had this hashtag guide and it did so well um I think it sold like hundreds and hundreds of copies I can't remember exactly how many it was like a lot yeah and I was shocked um and looking back it's so funny because now I honestly don't want to talk about hashtags ever again and it's so funny because my uh what a close friend of mine from the coaching space she's a coach as well who also lives in Manchester um she was talking to me the other day uh when I shared these I remember these stories um around my journey I think it was at the end of my of my last launch and she said, wow, it's so interesting how much you've grown. Because I remember when you're doing the hashtag guide, I remember when all of that was happening and you were talking about it so much. And I, I think the thing was, I went into what I thought could make me money and what I thought I knew rather than what I wanted to do. And so that's my biggest piece of advice is go for what you want from the beginning. Um, even though I learned so much, like obviously I built up my brand, I built up Soul Social very quickly. So that's probably like the success you saw was like, I built like 10K followers in like three months. It was like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always tell my clients this, I, you know, my engagement right now is a lot less than it was. My story views are a lot less. I used to get like 1,000, 2,000 views on my stories. Um, yeah, now I get, I don't know, maybe like two, 300, like a lot less. Um, and I make more money than I ever have. So I always tell people that I always give them that yeah. example of, you know, it's not about, not even just about making money, but about making more impact than I have. Because I think back then I was so stretch thin um I did some stories about it recently like I was doing like six discovery calls a day I was just trying to help everyone I was so stretched thin trying to just cover everyone's bases trying to help everyone um yeah. and I didn't have any boundaries and I think that's kind of what ultimately led me to pivot and I think it was around July so around a year ago now July uh, 2021 um I just wanted to pivot into mindset and wider business strategy so again it was kind of finding my feet a bit I knew I'd always liked mindset and the funny thing is when I pivoted and I announced this pivot and I said on my stories, like, okay, I'm going to be like doing more mindset from now on. I'm going to be like, um, talking about wider business strategy as well. And the focus is going to be not so much on, um, growing your account, but how to make money with the account that you have with the followers that you have. It's right. not about the number of followers. It's what you do with them. That was my like big, uh, message shift. And it was so funny, the responses I got, because people were like, weren't you already doing this? <laughs> like literally people were like, like, people like we always think it's such a big deal but honestly so much of the time it doesn't change as much as we think Mm -hmm. outwardly because before then I was always doing posts about mindset as well like that interest of mine had been shining through for a while and that's why people had said like honestly I thought you're doing this already like 
well, it's so cool that you're stepping into this, but I thought like, this is kind of how it was already. So that is so interesting, isn't it? Like the perception of what we do versus what we think we're doing. Um, I wanted to touch on something you said earlier about like, you're making the most money that you ever had, even though like traditional um, kind of metrics and kind of outward metrics are, are lower than they used to be. Like, how has it felt to make money like I feel like this is a huge thing around like money mindset obviously we can't make money but attracting money having money and earning the money through your own business that you created yourself founded and another CEO of how does it feel for you to be able to earn you know 10 you know 10 grand a month I mean even those numbers are just insane Mm. like how does it feel and was there like a shift from before and after at that point mm-hmm. how do you feel now that, that that's happened yeah I think it's so interesting I think every um income milestone I've hit I was talking about this for someone the other day I can't remember it never feels the same as the first month where I made money and this is so so interesting like it never feels the same as my first like full-time month doing soul social in like April 2021 I think I made around um 2k that month um but it was like the fact that I made I did a launch and I made like 1k in a week and I remember like that was like baffling to me I was like oh my gosh like as if this is a thing like this is insane like I was like on cloud nine I was like running around like telling all my friends and family I was like this is crazy I can't believe this is mm-hmm. happening um and it's so funny because that first and everyone I spoke to says the same thing like that it never matches up to that first sign that it's gonna work if that makes sense yeah nothing like that first bit of success where you're like oh shit like this is could actually work because in the beginning like my parents I was just telling this actually um on the phone to a client uh, just now and um I was telling them like my parents in the beginning like didn't believe in my business they they still want me to get a safe job uh, they still don't particularly like believe in it um and in the beginning they said um you'll be lucky to make a few hundred quid that was like my 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 dad's thing yeah in my first launch he was like wow you'd be lucky to make a few hundred quid like etc so with that mindset that was when I made two grand I was just like wow this is crazy like I can't believe this is happening like it was this sort of mindset um so it's interesting like when I hit my first 5k months when I hit my 10k month it wasn't um the same which is which is so interesting I never felt that same elation that same like sense of like oh my god this is crazy um but I will say when I hit the 10k month it's not what people think and I feel like not a lot of people talk about this and I did do a live a little bit touching on this it's not what people think in terms of like this 10k month is going to like resolve everything for me. Like this is going to make like, you know, this is, I've made it if I hit this 10k month, it's not this at all. And like what people don't talk about is so much imposter syndrome comes up when you hit any new income level. For me, it was a massive jump because the previous month I'd made like, I think you probably saw this in my, in my content. I made like uh, in March, I made like 1000 pound in April. I made like 300 pound most of the month. And I was thinking like, shall I give up? Like I got to a point where I was like, shall I give up? Shall I look for jobs? Like I was thinking that. Mm. And um, then the next month I made 10,000 pounds. So it was a big in sales, in sales. I think in cash, it was around 8.5, um, which is huge, obviously still. Yeah, massive. Um, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, I think, it's so funny because I think it was such a big jump and that's why it literally felt like so alien to me. Like probably if I'd been making like 9K, 9K, 9K and I hit 10K, I would have been like, fine, you know, yeah, average, yeah, yeah. fine, normal. Um, but I remember it happened. I just cried. I think I shared on my stories. I literally cried for like an hour. I just couldn't stop crying. Like my flatmate came and she was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I just couldn't stop crying. <laughs> and she was just like, 
I'm getting emotional now. <laughs> she was just like, oh, like, are you okay? Like, this is a good thing. Like, it's a good thing that you've hit, you know, this 10K month. And I was like, I know, but it just feels so like overwhelming when you're not used to it. And that's the whole thing of, like you said, the mindset and the, the money mindset and the energetics of like actually calibrating to this new income level. Exactly. Cause I still, yeah, because I still feel like I've had good income since then, but I haven't hit 10K again. And I know this is the reason why was because it felt like um, I'm still obviously doing my own money mindset work. And it felt like kind of a, a nervous energy in my body. It felt like I can't hold this space. Like yeah. I, you know, when I, when it first happened, I, I was like, my body was rejecting it. It was like this very weird experience. So I felt like I was having like, like a out of body experience almost. And my body was like so uncomfortable. Um, and I remember I was getting client signing and I was like, what if uh, I don't get my client's results? And I haven't had that thought since I started my business, really, like since like the very first, like beginning of my business. And that came up again, like a year later. And it's just so interesting because um, mm. like I said, it came up because of this result. And I spoke to my mentor about this at the time. And she said, um, oh, this is so normal. Like every single time, like a client hits an income milestone, like this happens. Like it's like this, this oh. kind of a imposter syndrome, like so normal. Yeah. And I was like, well, why is no one talking about this? And like, that's exactly why I did my live on it. Cause I was like, listen, like people think yeah. the 10K month is going to cure all your problems. Like it's not, mm-hmm. um, it'll bring you more problems. Like to be brutally honest, like yeah. it'll bring you more shit to work on. Um, and that's it, isn't yeah. it? It will highlight new areas for you to go on and dig into. And I think that is the beauty of it. And that's why they always say new level, new devil, like, that it doesn't go away and I think about like the clients I work with are kind of quite early on and they're just kind of they're they're they like the idea of a bit of a business but they don't believe they can do it and so to go from that place to then where like I mean we both have the same mentor now and like we look at her and we're like and then her mentor and then that the, the mentor about mm-hmm. that and I'm like to be exposed to this conversation around money. And I think this is so, so, so crucial. And this is why support is so important in the industry because we can come off a call and be like, oh yeah, like I made 10 grand this month or I'm aiming for a 30K month or, you know, my mentor's got made 100K in six months. And people in like the outside world of coaching are like, what are you talking about? Like (laughs) it's alien to them. And Mm -hmm. so that is what's programmed us to be so uncomfortable talking about these numbers. So then when we hit those numbers, when we achieve those numbers, there's, there's this, there's this disconnect between what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And so your body will just rebel that and be like, yeah, no, we're not ready for that. Like that's not normal. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we reject it, but, and so I want to ask as well about like, the when you hit your 10k month and like when you're talking about money goals how do you navigate that around like your family your friends who aren't in the coaching industry mm, yeah this is such a good question um I all my friends know that's why I hit um I told them like all my close friends like I think the thing with my friends is like they um are supportive but they just don't really understand the business if that makes sense they're not like not supportive they don't think I shouldn't do it um but they're just kind of like I don't get it like still those people I meet they're like I don't actually get what you do yeah um and so I just now nowadays I just say oh I just work uh, in social media or something or I just say like um I help people grow their social media and that's it Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't bother to explain um but I think um um I think with kind of friends and family definitely with my family like they didn't really support me and even still now like they they think you know like I said I should get a different job and when I hit my 10k month actually 
my dad was saying like, oh, uh, next month, you're not going to make anything. Like that was his first response. Wow, yeah. He was like, next month, you're probably not going to make any money. And I was like, oh, well, and this is the first time I actually said this. Cause before I feel like I always agreed with my parents. I was always like, well, they're my parents. So, you know, obviously like they know what's best and any sort of beliefs they given me, like, you know, about like, I'll be lucky if I make a few hundred pounds, for example, right. I had always kind of took that on. And this was the first time I actually said to him and I was like, actually, I don't believe that. And he said, and he said, yeah. And he said, why, what do you mean? Like, that's just how it is with business. Like business is up and down. And I was like, actually, I don't believe that. Like, I feel like I see, I see so many examples in the, in the space that I'm in of people hitting consistent months every month and they do it. So I believe that it's possible. That's and that was the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Like you say, like you hear that. And I think for people listening, like, you know, it is that, it is that idea that you can say something to someone someone says something back to you as a reflection of what they believe to be the truth. And then we then absorb that, take that on as the truth. And then we live that out. So in that situation, when your dad said like, you'll only do this, it's almost like a direction. It's an instruction Mm -hmm. directly to your subconscious to be like, this is what needs to happen now in order for this to make sense to me, because this is so abnormal to my like nervous system. In order for that to make sense, you need to have a shit month because otherwise it doesn't make sense and Mm -hmm. so we then take that on and we're like okay great like this is what needs to happen in order for it to make sense so we then create that and we Mm self-sabotage our success because we don't feel comfortable with it Mm. and I see this over and over and over again at every single level like even right at the beginning with my clients who are like just starting out or even just telling their family that they want to start a business even that is is really really difficult for some people because they worry about what they're going to think and that fear of judgment coming in really really early on like how do you feel like as a person your your identity has shifted um from kind of like Nina influencer Nina social media coach to Nina mindset and strategy mentor like how has that shifted for you yeah I definitely feel there's been a lot of stepping into like like a new level of leadership of authority if like I don't really like resonate with the word authority I prefer the word leader um there's definitely been a lot of um kind of shifts in myself and the way I view myself like myself image I guess like kind of in the beginning like I said like I thought like I can only make money doing this or I have to do this or I'm just a sort of person that can just make a little bit of money um I'm probably not going to be super successful. Like that was kind of the beliefs I had around myself in the beginning. Like I said, I, I was like, I'll be lucky if I just make a bit of extra income um, mm. versus now I'm like, well, actually I think I'm the kind of person that can hit a 10K month. I've done it. I can hit consistently. I can hit six figures, you know, all of these things. Like those are beliefs I, I've shifted into now. And I think it's more around um, kind of just choosing to step into that authority. And I was literally having this conversation now with my client and she was like, I struggle to um, create this kind of like, sense of like I'm an authority and I feel like I don't people don't view me as an authority and I was like well practically strategically you can make more authority content like that's definitely something you can look into and build Mm. and have that in your brand um and kind of gave her some examples but honestly it's so much more than that and the biggest thing is to just decide that you're the authority like there's no there's no other there's no secret there's no like shift um I probably decided this around April I had a big shift and actually 
when I said April, she was like, oh my gosh, I noticed such a big shift in your content exactly since April and your positioning, the way you showed up. And I was like, it was exactly this. Like I went on holiday and it was this feeling of, I took myself on holiday. And it was this feeling of, um, I've had enough of X, Y, Z. I've had enough of people disrespecting my boundaries. I've had enough of people asking me for things for free. I've had enough of X, Y, Z. I've had enough of these bad practices in the coaching industry, you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started to do what I've always wanted to do and call people out like I've always wanted soul social to be known for bravery like a big value of mine is honesty but I think even more so than that is bravery and being you know willing to say the things that other people are thinking but are too scared to say mm-hmm. um and I've always kind of wanted to have that in in my brand and so that was the next level for me like not being afraid to call out other coaches for fear of backlash mm-hmm. like not being afraid to call out the industry not being afraid to the next step was calling out um, clients, which I think I don't really see people do mm. um, very much in terms of, I feel like I see people talking about this is wrong in the coaching space. This is bad in the coaching space, but I don't really see people say like, well, actually as a client, like you need to respect people's boundaries. Like you need to not just like, I did a post the other day. Um, the headline was something like, if you're constantly, you're that person that's constantly hounding a coach in the DMs with a million questions and then you never commit, this is why you're not hitting the next level. And it was something like that. And probably that's something that would trigger a lot of people. We've that one, haven't we? Truth. <laughs> yeah, we all have. And we all have. And I think that's the thing is like, people don't want to say it. Maybe they don't want to come across bitter or something, but like I wanted to really word it in a way where it didn't seem like it was bitter. It was just kind of me saying like, listen, like, I've, I get it because I've been there. Like I was also scared to invest in myself in the beginning. Like I've been there um, where I felt like I had to have a million questions. And in the beginning where I felt like, you know, maybe I can just go to free masterclasses or I can just like watch people's stories, get their strategy. Like I've been there and I've, I felt those things thinking yeah. like, you know, that would, that would help me. Um, but like with love, the reason that I've grown to the level now is because I stopped being afraid to invest. Yes. Like I stopped being afraid to actually, uh, pull up a seat at the table instead of like shop like window shopping and trying to peek in through the windows 100 percent. and it's oh my god it's totally totally that it's like instead of looking at people and being like oh I'm so jealous I wish I, I wish I had what she had go and ask her what service you can buy like go and pull up a table at her seat and be at the table and be like I want to know what you know and I'm willing to pay for it because it is worth the money It is worth the investment mm-hmm. investing mm-hmm. is the hardest thing I've ever done yeah equally the best thing I've ever done um yeah. both professionally and personally like the, the the way that you stretch and like mold as a person and grow as a person when you put your money where your mouth is mm-hmm. it changes the whole game it changes the dynamic of everything that you do following that point you know there's transformation in the transaction as they say because mm-hmm. as soon as you put money up you're going, I back myself. I trust myself enough to do this. And I feel like mm-hmm. that is such a huge, huge shift. Mm-hmm. So I just want to wrap up with one last question. For anyone listening right now who is, you know, wondering about what they should do next. They're just kind of like, they're just kind of plodding along. Mm-hmm. They're looking online. They're seeing all of the success online. Mm-hmm. Um, like me 18 months ago what would you say to them as just one piece of advice that they can start today? Uh, Create more than you consume. This is the number one thing I say to all my clients. Like if you feel like you're out there consuming a lot of content and I feel like I see um, coaches say this sometimes, like look around, see what your competitors are doing, watch stories, like watch your reels page for inspiration, you know? 
Um, I see a lot of people giving this advice and that's the number one thing I say to avoid. Um, always create content from your own heart, from your own desires, from your own things that you want to say, because then you'll just end up you know, being like a carbon copy of everyone else and you'll just fall out of love with your own content. So if you're struggling with ideas, if you're sat, sat in that comparison trap where you're looking around at other people, mm. take a break brutally, take a break from Instagram, um, go back to what you love, like go back to do some journaling around like what your core values are, your core beliefs are, your why, your mission, go back to all of these things on a regular basis. Um, remind yourself of why you're doing what you're doing and create content from that place rather than, this person has created this piece of content. So maybe I should do this. Um, and I wanted to touch on as well about, um, you asked me before a little bit about the 10K month and how I shift in stacks. I realized I went off on a tangent before, <laughs> just before we finished, I wanted to share the, the shift that, that I had. Um, there was kind of two things, like in my strategy, I definitely shifted, like I said, I shifted into this authority, like I shifted into posting more authority content, um, mm. showing up as a leader, calling people out, um, you know, doing all of these things where I was a lot braver in my content. I also shifted my messaging where before I had very like watered down messaging um, and I shifted it to be very specific. And I really started calling out a specific person and I was like painting a picture for them, if that makes sense, rather than just like, right. I don't know you're um struggling to feel confident or something like that's, that's so vague like instead like going in a lot deeper than that and saying like let's say this example right now you're scrolling your social media feed and you're constantly looking around at all of these other people hitting you know 20k months thinking why can't I be like them mm. you know that's that's so much more powerful than just being like you're comparing yourself to others because yes. we're getting right in their heads. We're getting into exactly what they're doing, their actions and getting into their heads with their thoughts. So I like to, whenever I create sales content, go right into people's thoughts, right into their heads, think what will my ideal client be thinking right now? And that's what has been a hugely powerful shift for me strategically um, in the past couple of months. Since I started that shift in messaging, my masterclasses converted a lot better. Um, my sales pages converted a lot better. My content, my stories converted a lot better. You know, it's been a shift like all around. So that was uh, the first thing strategy wise in terms of why I think I hit the 10K month. Um, the second thing was kind of more of an energetic shift and a mindset shift um, because I had the way that I made it is I had um, three new one-to-one -one clients. Two of them had been following me for a long time. So they were at 2.5K each for, for three months. Two of them had been following me for a very long time, asked me a lot of questions before, thought about joining things before and never joined. Um, and they actually watched my masterclass and they both, and then I created some one-to-one -one stories right after my masterclass um, at the end of April. And then they both joined at the beginning of May within a space of like five days. Wow. And I had another one-to-one -one client join when I created more stories with this new messaging. Um, then I had, I think it was honestly just the, the shift in my content because I had one previous client come back for six weeks, which I didn't even offer anymore because she was a previous client. I was willing to like make an exception. Mm. Um, she came back for six weeks. Um, I just, I hadn't spoke to her for three months. She'd been ignoring all my messages, ignoring all my DMs. Like I hadn't been obviously harassing her, but I've just been replying to stories here and there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I hadn't heard from her for literally three months. She just comes back and she's like, I want another six weeks. Like, I don't know, like how, wow. like literally completely out of nowhere. Um, so that was in, um, so the first two one-to-one -one and her, and I was doing Becoming Influential at the time. That put me about 8K um, in sales for the month. And then it got to the last week of the month. And I remember thinking like the whole month, I was like, this is the month that hit 10K. Like I'm so close. Like I was panicking. I was like, if I don't hit it this month, I'll never hit it. Like it has yeah. to be this month. And I had all of these thoughts come up. And then 
towards that last week, I finally let it go. And I had this mindset shift where I said to myself, um, you know what? There's so many people that have inquired recently, like one of them is bound to turn around and join. I took the time limit away from it. I took the pressure away from it. I just shifted into this knowing energy of, you know, so many people have been messaging me. My content has been so good recently. Like someone has to join. Like, so it's just inevitable. Like I've had so many questions, like I bet someone's going to join and people around me were saying this as well. Um, and it was only when I let go of that, that's when I signed, like literally two days later, I signed that last client and I hit 10K. Wow. So that's kind of the mindset and the strategy. Like that. Yeah, I love <laughs> stuff like that. I think, like you said, just releasing that pressure yeah. and switching from this like need to it's happening, like it's already happened. It's already, it already exists. It's just a matter of time. Like it's almost obvious that it's going to happen. Like that knowing energy is so freaking powerful. That expectation energy is huge. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. honestly so powerful such good stuff <laughs> oh my god man this has been absolute gold thank you so so much for coming on um obviously you can go and follow nina on instagram at so social and go and check out her podcast as well the social podcast and as always i I'm so grateful for you guys for listening. I hope this has been super, super valuable. Let us know your thoughts and we will see you in the next episode. <laughs>